movie. Well, it's not really a movie. It's an episode of Two Cents Horror Stories that I watched. And I watched it about maybe a week or two ago. It, it was really good. You know, I like stuff like that, you know. And you can watch something and it's kind of a telling a story. Because that's what this episode was, you know. It was telling a story from this girl's point of view. And the name of the episode was Elliot. So before I get into my review of Elliot and what I took from this episode of Two Cents for a Story. Siblings, you know. So 
how you view life and how you take things is not really how other people take things. And so I realized in that that my purpose in this life was to heal myself and in healing myself through traumas and different things. I end up healing my children as well. And I end up helping my children so they can help their children. And it's still the wisdom that I got from my mother and my grandmother into my children, but add my own little sauce into it for the things that I've learned from my experiences too. So being as that I have boys, you know, again, I don't teach my boys this toxic masculinity. I teach them, you know, the understanding of life and understanding other people. And that's just the type of person I am. I want them to understand that, you know, as a black man, you shouldn't be out here just disrespecting black women in any kind. But I also know that they're boys and they're going to make mistakes too. So I respect my children and I also respect their opinions. And so today, you know, I went outside and me with my oldest son. And he was like, you know, let's go outside. And, you know, we got a creek by the house. And, you know, we were just talking about the earth. And, you know, and I love having these conversations with my son. He's so mature. Um, I love him. I'm so proud of him. I'm proud of both of my children. They're not perfect, but I am. And and so we started, you know, cleaning up the yard and going across the street. People, you know, ride by the house and just dump trash out. And I was telling him, I was like, it's funny, you know, I used to be one of those people. I used to litter and, and throw my trash out. But, you know, when you have a different understanding of life, you, it's repulsive. And I, I look back at myself and I'm like, wow, right? I can't believe I did that before. But th- that's part of the learning in life, you know? You learn that when you were in a, a different mind state, you did things that you really just wasn't conscious of. You know what I mean? And so when I have this conversation with my son, and my son is 20 years old, and he's, he's already thinking together so beautifully it's not anything that I'm going to talk about but me finding the feather and where I found the feather it was just it was breathtaking in that moment and my son ended up finding one you know so we both found feathers uh that wasn't the first time I found one but it was just so you know it was so profound and when I found the feather uh, 
that's when I thought about the TV show Tuesday Night's Horror Story came to my mind in that episode Elliot now in this episode you had Elliot who was a girl and I guess she um, she didn't feel like a girl she was just, uh, I don't know what you call it, transitioning, I don't know, trans, I don't know what you call it, but that's not the point of the show, the point of the show is that she was like an outsider to everybody, she went to school and, and everybody talked about her and picked on her and things like this and she was a loner, you know, she was, uh, she was to herself and when the movie started, shows like these children that are missing, that have went missing in the town, that went to the, the school that she went to, and she was being bullied, people were bullying her, the principal was bullying her, you know, just treating her like a piece of shit, and, but she wrote, she, she wrote her pain, she put her pain down, and so she was somewhere in the bathroom at the school or something, and some girls came in, and they was peeking at her, making her feel bad or this, this, that, and the other. So she went down into the basement of the school. And when she went down into the basement, it was a woman down there that was a school janitor. And the janitor was telling her, like, you know, I know how you feel. I've been there, you know. You know, how you feeling being outside and being bullied. I understand that, you know, they had this conversation or whatever. And she was, like, telling her, like, well, I know a way that you can get back. I know a way that you can get revenge on these people. She's like, I give you this. It was kind of like a bone. She said, when you use this bone that I give you, anytime somebody bullies you, all you got to do is speak into this bone and they'll get their karma instantly. And the girl was like, yeah, you know, I, I want them to feel how I feel. I want them to, I want them to feel what it feels like to be me because I'm being bullied for just being myself. Or I'm being, you know, attacked for being me. And I want these people to feel how I feel. I want them to feel my pain. And so the the janitor kind of made a deal with her. She was like, well, I'll let you, I'll let you use it for a day. But you got to give me a page out of your book where you write down all your pain that can may, that may be able to help other people. And she was like, deal. Okay. And so she ended up taking the bone with her and she used it on the principal and when she used it on him he felt her pain and she got some kind of satisfaction out of that you know she was like yeah I, I, yeah this is what i want you to feel how i'm feeling and so she went back to the janitor and she was like yeah i love this you know i, I like that i can use this bone and these people can feel how i feel she used it on the girls that was bullying her and everything and the janitor was like well i tell you what you can have it you can have this if you want it, but we got to make a deal. You got to give me your whole book, your whole book. If you give me your whole book, you can have this. And anytime somebody mess with you, you can use it. And so she made the deal. And then when she made the deal, <laughs> she ended up, you know, using it on people and using it on people. But she realized that she wasn't getting really that much satisfaction out of it. It's kind of like she realized, well, I'm able to do this, but the pain that I felt that I was putting on this paper, I, I don't have that anymore. Like, th that's what that's what fueled me 
it, that's what helped me be creative. The pain that I went through fueled my creati- creativity. And she couldn't do that no more because all she had to do was just have that bone and they would feel how she felt. But she learned that she wasn't getting any satisfaction out of it. So she had to go back and, you know, this whole protagonist, antagonist thing in the movie, and she ended up defeating the janitor and come to find out the janitor was some kind of demon (laughs) and the kids that was kidnapped were kids that were just like her doing the things or going through the things that she went through and the janitor had you know they had been locked away in lockers in the basement of the school so she ended up defeating the janitor getting her book back and she freed the other students that were locked away that fell for this trick that the demon janitor gave them and they became friends because they all had something in common and I thought about it and I was like wow that's the thing about life we don't get I've been on both sides of bullying and being but that's not the point of me saying it. What I'm, what I'm saying is, a lot of times, our creativity can come from our pain. A lot of times, we can create something immaculate from our experiences. So, to look at somebody's experience and to think that, okay, well, this person is A, B, or C, and they've done something creative because of their pain, that pain may be free to somebody else the way she freed the other children that fell for the trick too and and if you think about it is that not what we all do you know as humans we always fall for the tricks of society in order to get what we think is being vengeful to other people but it's not really satisfying to your soul because in actuality what really satisfied her soul was meeting people that had something in common with her and not only in meeting those people but being able to write her pain down on a piece of paper and eventually that being something that she may go on to create when she gets older and you know become successful and so instead of what I think what she learned is instead of using your pain to hurt someone else use it to fuel something creative to help someone see that that's what we we do like we, we've always done it as people well, well if somebody says something to me that I don't like then I'm gonna go I'm gonna go low I'm gonna I'm try to make that person feel the way I feel not really trying to understand the things because if you think about it the girls that were bullying her in school they probably had their own problems going on so, and what it teaches you a lot of times is Sometimes it's not you. The majority of the time it's not you. It's really the other person. Sometimes it's, we don't want to hear the truth, you know, about things. We don't want to hear the truth about other people. We don't want to hear the truth about ourselves, you know. And the girls that were bullying her, and even the principal, (laughs) they probably had their own problems that really didn't have anything to do with her. But it was her soul that saved two other people. It was her realizing that I'm not, I don't want to use my pain and what my experience to hurt other people. I would rather continue to write in my book because that helps me as well. But I'm free.
praying somebody else too. And the people that I'm praying actually frees my soul too because now I have somebody that I have something in common with. And then like it, at the end of the, the, the show or the episode, she ended up freeing those two children and they all became friends. And there was a guy in the school trying to bully them or whatever. And they just did something as simple as reporting him, trying to bully him, and he actually looked stupid. <laughs> you know, just something as simple as that. And they, I guess they continued to be friends. They didn't show you much after that. It just, it showed you really that sometimes I was trying to get somebody back for doing this. It's, it really doesn't, it don't really help anybody. <laughs> and the person that's doing it, it, you know, do you really feel better after doing that? No, you probably feel like an asshole. You know? Who, who gives a damn about karma? Because really underneath that, after you do it, you don't feel good about it. Because you know it's kind of like there's really no satisfaction in it. And now sometimes you do have to let people know or whatever. Um, you have to, um, sometimes you do have to cuss people out because some people just, that's just how they are. Like, they're going to mess with you if you don't say anything back. You know, once you cuss them out, they leave you alone. Like, that's just how it is. But that's not really the, the that wasn't the moral of this story, you know? It was just, it was, it was something to me, you know? It was like, wow. You know, when I when I was watching it, I was like, wow, this is just so profound. Some people, they probably go over their head. They think it's just about bullying. No, it's not. It's about learning that what you think could be free is not actually free. What you think sometimes can, can help you you want somebody to feel how you feel really it's nothing it's it's not that big of a deal <laughs> because you really think it's gonna free you but no in reality it's not freeing you it just creates a uh, it creates more chaos that's really what it does because after she did that and you know she had the bone and she wanted the principal and everybody to feel how she felt Eventually, it wasn't satisfying to her. What was satisfying to her was writing her pain down on her paper. And she didn't have those anymore. She didn't have that because she had traded that in just so other people could feel what she felt. And in reality, I guess she felt like, yeah, that was a stupid move. (laughs) But it was so enlightening. So I wanted to talk about that and give my feelings on that before I do my poem. This poem is basically talking about what I am or who I am. I get the start of it, it says, let me tell you what I am. And through telling what I am, I am telling you what I am telling you what I am by telling you what I am not. You know, um, it's not anything, you know, it's not really something of who I it's just something that I wrote the other day, you know. I have a lot of stuff that I've written. A lot of stuff I don't share. Like, I try to come up with uh, stuff to share. 
because I don't want to. I don't want to share everything. Like I like to keep some things close to my chest. But in whatever I said in this episode today, I hope it helps somebody, especially somebody you know, school children who go through different things, school children who may be, you know, going to school and not feeling comfortable in who they are. You know, I, I hope it can help somebody in that that's the point of me sharing it and just wanting people to understand that sometimes when people do that it's not really because you're the problem because it's okay to be who you are you know so if you're a young person listening to this and you're having a hard time in life let me be the first to tell you that it's completely okay you stand out like a sore thumb or you're different from other people don't try to fit in with other people. Be okay with being who you are. Because we all make mistakes by trying to be like other people. And we don't understand how crazy and how important it is for us to stand in who we are and know that we don't have to be like other people to be important. Because we all have our own paths. Like, if you're different from everybody, good. God gave you the most I gave you your shoes for you specifically for you to walk your path and a lot of times we don't understand when we have uh, traumas and pain in our life it's put there to mold us into who we currently may be you know and sometimes it molds you to be a better person even the traumas even the setbacks and the misfortunes that you go that you go through it's there to mold you it's not there to break you. And once you learn that, you'll see that anything that you go through in your life, it's really not anything bad. It's all a learning experience. It's all for you to learn from. It's not there to, you know, make you feel a certain way. You really, in that, you learn the importance of life. And you'll learn that what you thought was real, what's important in life is really not important. What's important is those lessons learning to feed your soul, learning that everything in this life is not about the physical, it's about the spiritual too, and in doing that, you're feeding your soul, you go through these things, you're actually feeding your soul, because I used to look at people like if you went through something, it may be because you did something wrong, or that's how I used to be, but now I, I, I look at things like, well, maybe this person needed to go through that, so they could learn a lesson about something else in their life, you know? even myself and I always tell people if you haven't went through anything yet just keep living, you will <laughs> if your life is so perfect right now it's okay, just keep living because that's part of life life is going to be ups and downs it's not going to always be perfect I know, you know, when we look at celebrities and entertainers, they put on this persona like life is supposed to be like that all the time, no Life is going to be have some stumbling blocks too because it's meant to have stumbling blocks for you to learn spiritually and physically how to be a better person. That is what it's there for. Even the traumas. Even the bad things. Sometimes you go through good things to learn to teach you a lesson as well. But we need to stop looking at things like when people go through something bad like they're bad people. No. Because a lot of times... That's not how it works. God gives his biggest blessings and the hardest things to the people that he is trying to push for the most high. I don't like to say God said the most high. 
because some people take that wrong when you say God. God, God can be anything that you worship. Anything you put your time into. So if I'm a drug addict, then that means the drugs is my God. So when I, when I that's why I don't want to say God. I want to say the Most High. Because I don't want that message to be misconstrued. But yeah. So just me just running my mouth. You know, like I said before, I am a thinking woman. So a lot of things are from my experiences and just through you know, my own spirituality, things that I notice and things that, that, you know, everyday life, you know, my experiences in everyday, it just opens up a new world of understanding that I didn't have before. And so I was like, well, hmm, what if I share some of this with people? And especially young people. I know, you know, youngest, young people as parents, we don't think they go through things, but they do, you know, especially with this coronavirus and, you know, these children been out of school like we think as parents we have it hard but think about them like their lives have been just flipped upside down like it's a completely different world they're doing things from home and a lot of them it's hard for them to cope so just understand that if, if we as parents are having it hard with this transitioning and, and the way things have been with C19, just think about our children. They've been having it hard too. So that was the point of me doing this. I just want to tell any young person that's listening to this that it's okay for you to be you. You don't have to be like everybody else. You're really going to sell your short, yourself short if you feel like you have to fit in. Because you are specifically unique in who you are. Everybody's not going to be the same. People misconstrue who you are and let them. Don't try to explain to people who you are. Because you need to accept yourself. You don't need to worry about if other people accept you. So with that being said, I want to thank you so much for tuning in to Behind the Veil. I am your host, The Beautiful Weirdo. I hope what I said today was enlightening. And I hope you have a beautiful Sunday. Have a great day. Let me tell you what I am. I am not a who. And I don't want to be her, him, or you. I am not a diva or a bad bitch. I am not a human that wishes to be rich. I am among the wealthiest souls in this realm. Money is not my concern. My soul has already experienced the emotions of the filthy rich. So I am not your hoe, your woe, or your trick. Not even your ride or die chick. If I am dying for anything, I will die for the ascension of my spirit. I've completed many cycles in this prison, and my soul is many moons old. So when you see me, what you see is what you get. Always authentic. I am not a magician, but I 
will tell you what I am, but I am not a bad bitch. I am an alchemist. I bend the elements to my will. I am an earth witch, a mystical being. I am a goddess. I have no expectations of this earthly realm. My desires are higher than what a human can fix. I am an alchemist. I am the light and the darkness, always real and always authentic. So no, I am not a bad bitch. I am a goddess of all things infinite, always real and always authentic. So to you, yes, I am an earth witch.